0: done that and heard it all. Trust me, there'll be few things that I haven't experienced firsthand. I created this podcast because I just love to help mums like you find ways to navigate life in the thick of it and find a way out of it. If you have a child that struggles to control their emotions, then this episode is for you. A mum recently reached out to me saying that both of her children struggle to express their anger appropriately. She says it becomes explosive and then her nine-year-old refuses to talk about what he could do differently next time and she feels really stuck. So the most important thing for all children and all adults, all humans, is to feel seen, feel heard, to be understood, to feel like they matter, that they that they belong and that they are worthy. So whatever we do, we have to help them feel this. It's what we need, it's what they need. You know the situation when you, you must have, sorry, not you not know the situation, you must have been in a situation where you've been really upset and someone comes up to you and they almost ignore your upsetness and they're almost a kind of, well, just get over it because here's what you need to do. And they offer you solutions in the moment as to what will help you feel less sad or less angry. What is it you really needed in those moments? I know for me, the last thing I needed was to have the solution, the solution thrown at me to the problem that had caused me to be, be emotional. When someone tries to fix something, before the emotions have been addressed, it, it just, it goes nowhere because we need to feel seen and feel heard. So the first thing to do, and I've, I've recorded many episodes on this or different variations of this. The first thing we need to do in the moment is relinquish all ideas of trying to fix the problem and find solutions for it and focus on how we can support the child in front of us through their emotional storm. That means seeing them and hearing them. So when they're angry is mirroring their feelings back to them. So saying something like, geez, you are really mad right now. I, I, I see that you're really upset and you're angry and frustrated. It's okay to feel this way. It's okay to be angry. Let's just sit here with you while you're angry. And they might push you away. They might not want you to, to um, be in their space, but at least hearing them and validating. I see you're really angry right now. Shame bud, you're really angry right now. Something must have really wound you up to get you to this point. And and showing them that you see their emotions, that you see the pain, the emotional pain that they're in. And you're validating it. And then you're also saying it's okay to be angry. All feelings are angry because we want our children to know that all feelings and emotions are okay. Okay they're good. They help us. We never want a child to feel that they have to hide their feelings or hide their emotions or that we dismiss them and make them feel like the feeling is bad, like being angry is bad, being sad is bad. Because then they feel bad about themselves when they are emotional. And at the end of the day, we are all going to feel certain feelings and emotions and the more emotionally intelligent we become depends on how we have found a way to self-regulate and manage our emotions. And as children, that starts with parents recognising the child's emotions and feelings, validating them and in, and just instilling it into the child that it's okay to feel this way. Now, the behaviour as a result of the Feelings, because all feelings, all thoughts create the feelings and the feelings create the action. So if they're feeling angry, they might be acting angry. So we can say it's okay to feel angry, but it's not okay to act out in angry ways right now. You can't hit your sister or you can't kick the wall or the dog. You can't just run, a, run, a, run wild in your anger. We have to find a way for you to deal with your anger. And some kids, it might be burying their head in the pillow and pounding the pillow with their hands, but just expressing that and us holding the space for them to express it. The other important thing to remember, and this this is hard to hear when emotions such as anger or frustration are, are, um, are the ones that we struggle helping our kids to deal with. We have to ask ourselves, where has the anger come from. And I'm talking about repeated emotional patterns. I'm not talking about a one-off, like, you know, your child isn't prone to getting super angry, but one day they're angry because something's happened. But when anger is the default emotion and you're seeing a lot of it, which I sense this this mum might be, that it's becoming a pattern, we have to try and work out where the pattern's coming from. We are the biggest influence on our children. And I know that research shows that if a parent is an, an, dare I say, an angry parent, but bear with me here. If the parent is is someone who defaults to being angry a lot and the child witnesses this, the child sees this as being the way to behave. Mum does it or dad does it, therefore I'll do it. We role model our behaviors to them. And it's a bitter pill to swallow when we look at our children and see that their behavior is a mirror and reflection of ours, especially when it's for behaviors that are not what we really want to see in them, nor do we want to see in ourselves. So we have to be really brave, really vulnerable, and look in the mirror. And ask ourselves, what do what do we see? What do I see? And there's times where I know that I've looked in the mirror, I know my patterns, and oh my God, if I don't see my youngest reflecting my patterns back to me, patterns I don't like, I don't like them in myself, but I'm seeing them in him. What a wake-up call to me to be able to go, okay, if I, it's coming from somewhere, he's seeing it somewhere and he's copying it. So I look at, I really pay attention to my behavior. So if anger is a behavior that is common in your your household and it's a default pattern, the only way in which you can help your child find another way to react and express their emotions is by them seeing us doing it too. Now I'm not saying that, that it, it's gonna go away overnight, it's a really hard thing to deal with, but we have to work on our part. So validating them in the moment, hearing them, seeing them, understanding them so they feel understood and seen and heard. And also looking at our patterns and thinking, I need to feel understood, seen and heard. I'm acting out this way because I'm not and I don't know how to control myself. So looking at ways in which we can self-regulate so that we can demonstrate that to our children. So it might be that you're super angry in a moment. You are over something. Not not over your child. But you say to them, Oh my goodness, I am so mad right now. And they might go, Yeah, mommy, I can see you're mad. And and you can say this is really hard for me because I want to I want to go on whatever. And you'll say, but that's not going to work. So I have got to take a deep breath. I've got to give myself some compassion and say, you know what, you're really angry right now, it's okay. You need some time just to settle down. So give yourself a minute, take a deep breath. Role model that to your child, whether it's being angry or sad or frustrated or impatient, share stories with them about how you have found ways to regulate your emotions. They love hearing our stories. They love feeling like they're not alone. They love knowing they're just like us. We can see they're just like us. Well, let's give them something really good in us to copy. And them seeing us as role models for how we process our thoughts and feelings and therefore actions is a powerful, powerful tool for them in them shaping and developing their behavior and their own ability to self-regulate and control th- themselves in the moment. But, <coughs> excuse me, if we just are run scared and go into fear when we see our child acting out, whether it be extreme sadness or extreme anger or a- any extreme feeling, it's scary for us. We wanna just fix it, we want that to go away. Well, we don't want them to be angry. So, you know, no, stop being so angry right now or don't be sad, it's okay. I'll go get you another teddy bear or I'll go get you another cookie that's not broken. There's a We're bypassing the opportunity to instill in them ways of coping with their feelings and their emotions. It's a really important piece of parenting well and it really does help your kids be able to, um, learn how to, to control themselves and self-regulate. So I hope this has been helpful to you and um, that you can look at the patterns. So look at the patterns in your home. Look at the default patterns and emotions. See if you can find where they might be coming from. And they're not always coming from us, but the default ones, usually our kids copy them. So look at that. Be compassionate with yourself. Because it's really hard when we actually realize, you know what, they've copied me, it's me. And often it is us. And in my situation, often it's me. And I own it, I take responsibility for it. And when I do that, the behavior starts changing in my kids. It's a really, really important piece of it. To not just focus on them and their anger, but look at what's driving it how have the patterns been established? Because we can absolutely start to recreate new patterns and co-create a different reality as a result of it. So it's actually really exciting. When you understand this, it's really exciting because you can take things to another level and you can really help your kids, which is what we want. So thanks again for listening and I look forward to being with you all soon. Bye for now. guaranteeing 12 months of use from whenever you start. It also includes beautifully illustrated, informative and interactive monthly parenting theme pages to guide you through the year. It's the perfect organizer for busy families to keep track of all their activities, plus help parents be the best parent they can be. It's more than just a calendar.